With a country divided, the republic at risk, and morality being redefined, it's time to gather around the campfire, get back to basics, and spark the revival that this country so desperately needs. This is the American Campfire Revival with Kirk Cameron. I want to talk with you uh, about this next section of our book, The American Covenant, uh, The Untold Story. We're talking about uh, what makes this country so unique. There's these, this concept, there's this trinity of, of values that our original founders had, and it goes all the way back to the forefathers, this idea of life, liberty, and property all coming from God. Government doesn't grant for us our lives. They don't grant for us liberties or give us property. Those things come from God. Remember, God made the world. He put man inside of the world, gave man life. That life belongs to man. That life uh, was given to him by God. And God gave him stewardship and government uh, authority, privileges to rule over all of God's world. And of course, man does that under the authority of God because God is the maker of everything, owns it all. But often governments want to step in and and play the part of God and and pretend like they give you and I our liberties and freedoms. And if we let them think that, they also get to think, they get to play the game a little further and say, we get to take those liberties away from you if you don't behave. Uh, Many people do not have liberty to live their life, to educate their kids. They have no financial economic liberty, but we do in America because they had biblical values when they wrote our constitution and the Declaration of Independence. These were people in the family of faith who understood the principles that lead to human flourishing. So there was an English philosopher named John Locke. Uh, He was a brilliant man, and he wrote some papers and some letters that are very, very famous. And uh, John Locke, uh, the great Mr. Locke, they called him, uh, talked about life, liberty, and property all together as though they were one thing. Your life and your liberty have been given to you by God, and your work results in your property, the stuff that you make. And they're all bound together, and they're yours. They don't belong to the government. And uh, this was a, a, a common understanding of a biblical principle that you, your liberty and your property all belong to God. Ultimately, why? Because we are God's workmanship. The apostle Paul said this in the book of Ephesians. God says in the Bible, we are his workmanship. We're created uh, in Christ Jesus for good works. And John Locke, the English philosopher, wrote papers that really just helped to solidify this in the minds of the of the, of the colonies. And as they led up to the, uh, the war of independence the, and the writing of the declaration of independence, these ideas were locked into their mind. And I want to share this with you. This is from John Locke. He said this for men being all the workmanship of one omnipotent and infinitely wise maker, all men are created by God. Not just some of them, not just some races, not just some genders. All men, mankind is created as the workmanship of God. And he's all powerful and he is all wise. And all are the servants of one sovereign master. Isn't that, what a beautiful thing. God gives dignity to servanthood. We are all created by God And we have the honor and the privilege of serving this all-wise, sovereign master. 
and we are sent into the world by his order. How great is that? We are, are at the beck and call of the almighty God who has sent us into the world. We are on mission. We are here as his representatives on mission by his order. You know, uh, executive orders have kind of been uh, all the rage the last four years. And, uh, you know, they're, they're picking up speed with the new administration. But I'll tell you, there is an order that has come down from on high that trumps all other executive orders. No pun intended. And that is the order to serve the Lord with all of our heart, mind, soul, and strength. And our founders understood that. These were, were godly men and women who understood that. We are here by his order and to be about his business. And what's his business? Heavenizing the earth, be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, replenish the earth, and take dominion, govern the earth, beautify the earth, bring heaven to earth. That's what Jesus said. May your will be done. May your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. That's his business for us. Hey guys, it's Kirk here. Did you know that another option to traditional insurance even exists out there? I get that it may come as a surprise since we're so conditioned to think traditional insurance is our only option, but that's simply not true. My family has been using Christian healthcare ministries over the last several years, and I cannot recommend them enough to other like-minded believers looking to do things differently than what we've been told to do. CHM is the faith-based alternative to insurance. And most importantly, with CHM, we know that our money is going to help other fellow Christians when they're in need. And this is how we like to steward our dollars when it comes to health care. Are you tired of your health care the same old way and want to do things the better way? I highly recommend you start by checking out CHM and see if this is an option that could work for your family's health care. It does for ours. It's not harder, but it's different in the best way. Learn more today by visiting chministries.org forward slash Kirk Cameron. Again, that's chministries.org forward slash Kirk Cameron. And how do we do that? By loving God and loving one another, applying his word to all aspects of, of life. And we are his property whose workmanship we are made to last during his pleasure, not one another's. <laughs> Again, that idea of we are God's workmanship. You know, uh, if I take some dirt and I mold it into something and I make a clay uh, pot, I make something and it's a sculpture that I made, I own it because it's my workmanship. It's my creation. I made that out of the earth. And guess what? We read in the book of Genesis, God made man out of the dust of the earth. Literally, he is the master sculptor who created mankind, man, and breathed life into him. And that is why we serve him, because we uh, are the workmanship, the creation of the almighty master sculptor. And he breathed life into us. That's why our lives belong to him as well. God's word says that, and we are not our own. We have, we have been made by God and we have been redeemed by God and purchased by God with the precious blood of Christ. And it's our pleasure and our honor to voluntarily serve him with joy because he is, he is so good, so kind, so gracious, and so worthy. <clears throat> and we're made to last. 
I love that. You know, we're not made to just be uh, uh, like a like a styrofoam cup that is just disposable. We are made to last, and the reason that we last is for His pleasure, not for someone else's pleasure. I'm not somebody else's servant. This is just an absolute condemnation of 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 man stealing, kidnapping, and slavery. You and I don't exist to be for someone else's pleasure and to last for their will but for the will of the one who made us and we will last and we are invincible until he calls us home. If you are a member of the family of faith, then you are here and you will last to do his business as an ambassador from heaven to bring heaven to earth and you will last until your job is done. That is so comforting. That is so confidence building for me. I'm going to keep reading here. It's so good. He also said that those grants, those uh, gifts, those things that God has granted, God, uh, God made, he, 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 these are grants that God made of the world. He gave them to Adam and to Noah and to his sons, which make it clear that God has given the earth to the children of men. God has given the earth to the children of men. He says, God who has given the world to men has also given them reason to make use of it to the best advantage of life and convenience. This flies in the face of environmental, environmentalism that is about earth worship. Here's a newsflash in today's world. We are not here to serve mother earth. Mother Earth is not the sovereign. We serve our Father in heaven and he has given us the earth for us to use to bring him glory and to serve one another. We do not serve the earth. We are not here to bow down to the earth and its needs. No, the earth is here to serve us as we worship God and we bring him honor and we love and serve one another. The earth is a resource that God has given to man to use to accomplish God's purposes, which are not to elevate the earth to divine status, but to use the resources of the earth to bring God glory, to make him smile, to love one another the way that Jesus loved us the way that the good Samaritan loved that man we talked about last night who was beaten and bloodied and left for dead on the side of the road. And he went and he loved him and he bandaged him and he paid to take care of him, went out of his way. That's what all the resources of earth are here for. Fire, water, wind, the elements of the earth, everything that is in this earth is what allows us to make these kinds of pieces of equipment and eyeglasses and books and shirts and flags and barns. This creation is here for us to use as, as, as creative people made in the image of God to find new ways to bring heaven to earth, to honor God and to bless one another. And our founders understood that. This isn't stuff I'm making up. This is, this is stuff that was common. This is what kids learned in elementary school because they read the Bible. 
That was their textbook to learn how to read. Like, like as in A is for Adam who lived in the garden. B is for Bible, God's word. C is for, for, for Christ and the cross. That's what they learned in early America. And these are the kinds of things we need to get, need to get back to. Don't you agree? Well, I'll give you one clue as to why my hair is grayer and my face is smooth. It's because I'm in the South and I'm ready to roast some. I want to roast. I roast marshmallows in California over a fire, but here in the South, I, I hear they roast moon pies. That sounds real messy to me, but I think I'm going to try it maybe sometime this weekend. And I got my Army Green Revival flag shirt on. I'm here in God's country. This is how we do it in the South. God bless you guys. Thank you for listening to the American Campfire Revival Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. If you'd like to learn more and join the movement, visit KirkCameron.com.